This is OneRadioNetwork.com. It is a Friday morning, the 4th of Aug. 4th of Aug. I told you the story that Doodle, my golden doodle lying near me here. Hi, Doodle. Um, she, she developed this really spooky-looking space about this big, bigger than a silver dollar, on her on her left paw, right above her paw. And, you know, it was like, I don't even know what it was about. I didn't see anything, and I put all these gooey different um, lotions on it. and It got so bad, I almost... Took her to the vet. Of course, they wouldn't do anything. But maybe they had some kind of, I don't know. But then I thought about it. I said, come on. There's something else going on. There's nothing, you know, that's not not going to be able to. Because if you don't believe in a bacteria and germs, as I do, so what are you going to do, an antibacterial? The bacteria is trying to heal. So I knew the whole thing was energetically. And then I really got it one day not long ago that during this whole financial uh, hiccup thing that I've been going through the last month or longer than that, but, you know, really conscious of it and raising funds and all that, that I was having a difficult time moving forward, right? Moving forward in my life and my business financially. And I admit it, you helped me, and now we're moving forward to God knows where. So I really got it that this was this was going on for her, and because of the work with Dr. Massey, God bless him, I came to the conclusion that she was emotionally, spiritually, trying to help me move forward because oftentimes we think this is our job to help others to move forward because we're cool. And Dr. Massey talked a lot about with the kids and their parents that they'll try to... Um, make up for what parents were going through when they were pregnant or in their body, fear, and they will develop diseases to try to say, well, I'll take care of it, Mom. You know, I'll I'll help you deal with that fear. And it's a misguided thing that souls do, probably just one of the, the lessons that we souls are learning here on the earth plane. So I simply had a talk with Toodle. I just sat her down and looked her dead in the eyes, and I just told her, I said, Doodle, you, you don't have to do this. I know you're trying to help me by helping me to move forward because you love me. She really does. I'm her best friend ever. And you don't have to do this. I know. I appreciate it. Just let that go. I'm good. We're going to figure it out. We're figuring it out. I have a lot of people that love us, love you, love me, and we're fine. And it wasn't long. I know you can't make, the, I wouldn't make something like this up, that that area started to heal. And today it's completely healed. How about them apples? That's how powerful this work is that Dr. Massey does. And this all goes back to German New Medicine and bringing things to the, to the surface. So, I tell you this because 
I know many of you have dogs and cats and hamsters or whatever, parakeets, whatever, in your life. And I would really encourage you to understand that they are very in tune with you just as much as a child is, a human child, and they're going to do everything they can to help you. They just will. Everything to help you. And some of it will be misguided, but really think about what's going on in their lives and their health. And you can work things out with them. They could be having a little thing that you want them to do something that they don't want to do. Let go of that one and they're going to do what you want to do because they love you. There's all kinds of... Just treat them just like you would any other living creature. Mom, dad, girlfriend, boyfriend. Talk to them anytime you want to talk to them. They know exactly what you're thinking all the time, which is so often... It happens all the time that folks are having really terrible things going on with their pets that they don't make the connection between themselves and the pet. And these pets go through all kinds of things. Kidney stop, blah, blah, blah. Crazy. It's crazy. And it's all spiritual, just like it is for us. Because animals are souls too. Animals are souls too. I got an email from somebody named Kim. I have something to mail to you. Do you have a P.O. box? I don't. So I just sent her my address. She wrote back. Oh, she's in Virginia. I'm just seeing this, so I'll, I'll get the package out today or tomorrow by priority. P.S. Would love to talk to you, talk doodles with you sometime. My golden doodle turned two in June. Oh, and she lives on Cornucopia. I've asked the doctor Maybe they could come up with something with beef. Yeah, I think most of their things are turkey and chicken. I don't think they do a beef one for whatever reason. But turkey and chicken are really good for dogs. I, Doodle does a lot of chicken. It's very good for them if you get the good stuff. Uh, you know, the organic, and so they don't feed them any nonsense and poofas and all that. But chicken is very good. Raw chicken, cornucopia pet foods, is our fave company. They're the only company I know of, only one that's 100% pure. Well, there may be more. Pure, organic. Everything is organic. And they have it for cats and dogs. They also have a superfood and a phytofood, food, which is kind of a natural, uh, with food, all kind of uh, little supplements you can speak on the food. So if you're feeding your dog and cat 
food from a, anywhere, if you really want to protect them, to help them give them the best chance not to get sick, I would get on cornucopia pet food. It's a little more pricey than most, but because it's got really organic food, duh. Yeah, but the, the amount of money you're going to save in possibly going to vets, which you don't want to do, because what do they know? Um, you don't want to do unless they break a leg or something. You're going to save. And they're going to be happier, too. And What's more important than spend your money on something that's really good, right? For you or your pets. You or your Betsy's. Here's an email from Dave. Thanks for the show. It was a great presentation with Charlie a couple days ago with Charlie Sewell. Be that as it may, there may be a wholesale remedy to be had if we as people are open to the task at hand. Dipping back in history, one should take note of what happened to the White House when all the king's horses and all the king's men set fire to the property. What was their objective? Could have been stopped by the way of article, of the Article 13 in the Federal Constitution, which reads, if any citizen of the United States shall accept, claim, receive, or retain any title of nobility or of honor, shall without the common consent of Congress accept and retain. This gets pretty geeky. Where is he going here? However, we as the people, we are not we, the people, we have allowed ourselves to be deceived and have become words, words of the United States of America, which flies in the face of freedom. That's true, we have. I think the White House was burned. It wasn't burned by the people, was it, David? Wasn't the White House burned? It was the British thing, and they came over to take back the central bank, wasn't it? Yeah, I won't get into all that right now. It's way above my pay grade. It's something that I can't uh, really address at the moment. Thanks for the email. Um, There's so many crazy lunatic things going on in this country that are completely opposite of what, you know. There's people that really know about this stuff. Uh, Steve Falconer does. Uh, Charlie Sewell does. Uh, lots of people, far more than I, but you can get in there and dig around and research it and find out what you might be able to do to state your um 
your political situation different as a United States citizen, you can do it. Do a lot of stuff like that. Me, I'm not going to do any of it much. I'm just going to live my life. and I'll, I, I'm doing it more from a spiritual basis. I just don't, I just don't recognize any of you people as part of my consciousness. You're just not. Leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. I'll pay my taxes and we're done. That's why I'm going to do it. I just don't have time, the energy, or the inclination to dig in and learn all this stuff. And a lot of people do. Charlie does. Charlie's always brings such much practical knowledge. You just got to love him. I do. He's fun. He was so excited about this, this thing too with the, uh, um, the First Amendment. He was just getting all excited. You follow Eating on Time, like Adam Bergstrom, and what do you think of it? I do. And, you know, it's funny you ask that question. Good question. Um, a little bit here. The longer I live in this Bodhi, the more I really know that, that Adam Bergstrom is, is absolutely on target with the idea of chronobiotic nutrition and trying to do our best to eat foods at an appropriate time. And then I was thinking about it the other day. I said, well, wait a minute, though. I don't believe in time. I don't believe in time. So how could I even believe in time? time? And then I come to the conclusion that it's not about time, 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 like we talk about, right? Not about time, time. It's really about, um, as Adam has, has explained to us, there are cycles, regardless of whether you think we're on a round ball spinning on a flat, immovable plane and the sun is circling around us, which is what I think it is, this, this idea of morning, noon, and evening happens because the sun circles in a way that causes the sun to look like it's rising, but it's really coming into view, and then it goes out of view, and this is what causes day and night. I mean, that's simple, right? Got nothing to do with time. Even though Adam calls it eating on time, it's just a colloquial for having, and what he explained long ago, it's pretty cool, very cool, is it this concept that in the morning, when the sun is at a certain level, it has a particular geometric angle towards fruit because of it's a tree, so it's high up in the air. Does that make sense? So the apples and whatever, fruits, have a certain angle towards the sun in the morning. And this angle is what put the energy into, and nuts, big these big almond trees, or almond trees and whatever, pistachio trees and nuts, they're all trees. 
And in the morning, when the sun is at a particular angle, is when the energetics of that food is at its highest. So the concept behind chronobiotic nutrition is when we eat foods from trees in the morning, the body can more easily digest it, obtain more nutrients from it. Hmm? It just makes sense. And then during the midday, if you have things from vines and bushes, which are kind of mid, mid-range, and meat, because cows are sitting up there, right? That's the best time to eat meat as we know it. The best time. You can eat it other times and bless it, you're fine. But the more you do this, the easier it is on your body. It's called chronobiotic nutrition. So I highly recommend you go to Adam's website, two of them. He'll be here on Monday. Yeah, Monday, right? Yeah, first Monday. Is his he has a hardcover book. Yes, no, maybe, chronobiotic nutrition. Get that baby on Amazon, I believe, or also on his website, solartiming.com and sunsinknutrition.com. Solartiming.com, it's when you, uh, that's where you get all of his ebooks. Great to get some, you can get all these ebooks, very inexpensive, and learn about this, or get a hard copy of his book called Yes, No, Maybe Chronobiotic Nutrition. Yes, No, Maybe Chronobiotic Nutrition. That's a hardcover. Yeah, and play with this, learn about it. I think you'll find really benefit to it. So, nighttime are root vegetables like potatoes carrots, onions, seafood, because they're under the, under the ground, right? Pineapple turns out to be a nighttime. Hello. And eggs, too, are better at night. However, do I do eggs in the morning with my smoothie and do great with them, but I bless them and say, make believe it's night. So that's a good time to eat seafood at night. So what do you think about them apples? We have learned so much over the last three, four years from all the cool people who are into the show me the virus camp, right? You know who they are. Cowens, Kaufmans, and Bomers, and all of them. And we, we've known, then because of this, we just know that we don't catch a germ. We don't catch a virus. We don't catch a virus. We don't catch anything. We don't catch herpes. We don't catch sexually transmitted diseases. It's all made up. We don't catch HIV, which, by the way, uh, the the lunatics in charge, who think they're in charge, they're really picking up steam on this HIV, and they want people 
to get a, a yearly or every two years to get an HIV shot. Don't do that. They're just trying to kill you. Don't do that. But they're going to talk a lot of people who live a gay lifestyle who supposedly give each other HIV, but they don't. It's never been proven. They don't. They don't. They never did. They, they, they killed them with the drugs back in 1980. Fauci was part of that deal. No germs, no polio, nothing. Never been proven. Doesn't exist. So we then know that we cause diseases by faulty thinking, number one, emotions, angst, worry, whatever. Hmm. Trying to save somebody like Doodle's trying to save me. So we cause these diseases. And then when we bring in toxic elements from the air, the food, and the water, chemicals, um, stuff trying to kill bugs, um, stuff in cosmetics, But the good news is that was when we take things in in the air, food, and water, that we detox these from the body because the body is very intelligent and it knows that it doesn't want whatever it is, mercury or lead or arsenic or aluminum. It doesn't want it. And it does everything it can to get rid of it all the time. That's what it does for a living. And we do it through the largest organ organ of our body, the skin. And we do it from poops, and we do it from peas. But it's different with the pee, because you can actually drink your pee. I won't go there now. If you would like to help your body to detoxify ongoing on a regular basis, get one of these relaxed far infrared saunas that we've been promoting for nearly Gosh, 12 years now? I think we got on these 12 years ago. I jump in mine every night before before bed, the last thing I do. You can get in there and talk to God, and it just gets rid of everything, lots of stuff. The only way to get this sauna the right way is to email me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And we will give you the best possible price ever. That's the only way you get the good price. Tell me where you live. Send a zip code or country, city, country. And I'll send you back the exact cost. And you can order one. And we'll ship it to you. Okay? We, we ship them to the United States for $1,000. $295. That's the best price you're going to find anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Guaranteed. Let me show you the picture again if you're on video. So just go to, just, just email me if you're watching on BitChute and, and I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up.
This one, radionetwork.com, 888-663-6386. Email Patrick, oneradionetwork.com. Looking for something here. If I can find it real quick, I'll do it. I'll do it. If not, I'll just let it go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh well. It was on a Word document, but oh. Finally, during this break, we have a great uh, relationship with Brandon Amalani. And Brandon's a very cool guy. He is Qigong master guy. Um, totally into Chinese medicine. And he has some formulas that'll just knock your socks off. One of our faves that we like to have, and these are all from real food, so they're they're herbal and they're very powerful, are the Hoshu Wu formula, and that takes care of the kidneys and it ties in with the um, 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 libido. Think south of the border if you want to increase that. You know, Chinese medicine, the kidney is like the mother load of sexual vitality. So if you want to boost up your sexual vitality, guys and girls, you can get some Hoshu Wu from Shen Blossom. I mean, this is a formula that takes them 20 days to make, and it's like, look at the ingredients on this puppy. It's like, come on. And then you can get, guys, you can get some um, Arise from Shen Blossom. You can get some 20-year-old ginseng. 50-year-old ginseng. This is another really cool thing. Uh, This is Hinoko Blood Purifier from Shen Blossom. You can get this guy and you just do a few drops. You can do this every day and it purifies your blood. So you do this with Darko Velchek's sea salt. No way you're going to get sick. Just no way. So it's a wonderful company. Uh, we're just very proud to present all these things. I just en- encourage you to go to One Radio Network, click on the Chen Blossom link, okay? And then just look around, have some fun, click around, say, oh, what are these? What are these? They have a private reserve thing. Really cool stuff. Chen Blossom. Oh, just a quick little reminder. Uh, Fred Dash, a good friend of mine, he has a company called... Um, uh, U.S. Coin Capital, 800-878-2646. If you want to uh, hedge your bet against what is going on right now, which is an incredible monetary expansion, huge amounts of money are just coming into existence through the Federal Reserve System. They create it on a computer, and this is causing prices to rise. We don't think that there's any way that we know of that they're going to slow down the inflation. They keep telling you it's going to, but it's not going to. How can they? They keep borrowing more money. And when they borrow more money, for the most part, uh, the Federal Reserve prints the money and puts it out there. So that's why uh, price of milk, meat, eggs, 
Everything. You seen the price of eggs lately? I mean, they've gone up a couple bucks in the last year. A dozen. Seriously. Everywhere, right? You've seen it. These prices are not going to stop. There's just no reason for them to stop because they're, they're not going to quit borrowing money. I mean, it, the, the, the die has been cast. You know, the, um, it's baked in the cake. And this is one of the most surest bets, even though nothing is for certain. One of the most surest bets that you can do is to invest your Federal Reserve notes into gold and silver coins, either pre-1965, dimes, quarters, halves, silver dollars, or numismatic coins where they have collectible value. And Fred's the guy to do it. I've known Fred for a long time. Nice man. Very, very ethical. 800-878-2646. Couldn't be a better time to buy yourself some gold and silver coins because they're not going to get any cheaper. Well, they could, but I don't think so. <laughs> they could, but I don't think Know the Source on One Radio Network. All right, kids, uh, live here on the 5th, 4th, 4th of August. Grab a few more emails here. Mm-hmm. The war is on for our energy. I truly believe that. Writes an email. What do they mean by that? The war is on for our energy. In my experience, uh, this is really what Earth is about. We're soul, spiritual beings. And we come down here kind of like the biblical idea of the Garden of Eden, God kicks them out. That's kind of the metaphor that the people that wrote the Bible talk about. Pretty much what happened, you know. Somewhere along the line, God um, kicked, created souls out of itself. So that's our essence is God. And kind of kicked us out and said, okay, okay, now, I think you guys and girls should learn the ropes about love, about good and evil, about overcoming obstacles, and really, really evolve to become more of who you are. Because if I just create you into a little, so this is what soul's about. And there are forces. Um, they're called. It's called a lot of things. Evil, the devil. Religions have talked about the lower forces. The devil is kind of representative of, of it. But there's always been, in my opinion, always been forces that want to keep us here. Similar to what um, Hannah's letter was about. Always forces trying to keep us here, thinking that we're in this prison planet, 
and we can't get out, and we're just cooked, and we're just spinning around space and the whole thing. So there are forces, sometimes it's called the cow, the cow, um, um, nature, human nature, um, and these are always represented by different people. Certainly, governments, you know, they're, you know, the World Economic Forum, and all these people. So their job is to keep us here in this chess game, in this little magic game that we have called life. And this is what they do for a living. So they're going to try to do everything they can to keep us in fear, keep us in angst, keep us in uncertainty. And they've been really doing, you know, a lot the last three or four years, right? Created a virus that doesn't real, mask us up six feet apart, controlling us. Now they're going to control us with the money, central bank digital currencies, and they're all in, in bed with Faceplant and Google's and um, probably Twitter. I, I, Musk, I don't know. He's not going to save the world. All, all the social media things. Telegram is cool. They let you do what you want. Uh, bit shoot where we're on. They don't mess with you. Um, so there's a few places, but it's hard to make a living doing it, you know, on, on, on the free places. That's what they want. So these lower forces have always been there and they'll always be there. The interesting thing, I think, what this emailer is picking up on, I'm really convinced... Because more than ever, it's more, right? It's, we got to really, you know, they're coming up with things on the international level saying you can't criticize the government and, you know, you can't do this. And that's why they're, you know, they're being so hard on these January 6th things, which everybody knows was a big scam and a false flag. Even, even Joe Rogan is talking about it and he's, he has whole millions of people. It's pretty cool that he's picking up on this. Good for him. Yeah, and so what they're doing is more people are waking up to the fact that this is a rigged system and they want to keep us here spiritually and more people are waking up during this great awakening, right? Then they're, then they're having to press on the gas even more. So they're probably going to come up with another another virus, another one that nobody cares about. They're probably going to um, come up with um, an alien invasion. I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. And this is going to be something. You've heard of Project Blue Beam? Raise your hand. Project Blue Beam? Project Bluebeam is something, you know, the, the lunatic crazies have been working on for a long time. And what it is, it's our understanding. I believe this is close. I, I, don't, I don't get into this stuff a lot, you know, because I don't spend the time. I'd rather do something else. But um, that they have the ability, and we've, you've seen it on some of these videos, 
and in, certainly in movies, they can project, and they can do it in, in real life. And there's actually a lady, and she may, the more I think about it, she may be more onto it than I ever thought, Judy Wood, who said that the whole 9-11 thing was just a, a um, hologram and the airplanes coming in never really happened and the whole thing was just a, a Project Blue Beam. And it could it could have been because they blew up the thing on 9-11 with, um, with, with dynamite or thermite. It didn't, two planes didn't. So these planes never, maybe never went into it. But people saw the planes, but they just saw a hologram, an image in the sky. And the people that are into this, they argue that that's what the chemtrails are all about. You have to have certain, Steve Falconer knows about this, you have to have certain um, substances that the chemtrails put out to make the whole hologram picture work. And you can't tell the difference. It looks real. So maybe people saw airplanes that were not airplanes. You know, millions of people saw it. Then they, of course, send out the video, and these videos were all made, and they send it out to all the media, and they kept running it over and over and over again. So why would you not believe that planes crashed into, to, you know, to the building? Yeah, we should do a whole thing on this on September 11, a month from now, right? Yeah, I'll work on that. So... So what we think, people that are smarter than me think, and I think they're right, they're going to do an alien invasion, and you're going to be able to see the flying saucers, because they'll be projected. You won't be able to tell they're not there. They'll Steven Spielbergers. And then they have the energy weapons, we know, documented, that they can pretty much blow up a city if they want. They got this. They got these weapons, so they could, they could just sacrifice a city, Chicago or some crazy place. Who knows? Any place, wherever they want, and they would say that the aliens that you can see, see them. See, there they are. They came in. You can see them firing the weapons, and then they show you picture, which, which will be a real live video of a city being destroyed which they'll probably just kill millions of people to achieve their agenda. I mean, this gets weird, but I think this is what they're going to do. Now, how many people out there on the earth plane, let me have a drink. We have 330 million Americans, well, more. There's probably 50 million illegal aliens that come in in the last three years. God knows where they are. Whatever. But they're not Americans. They're illegally here. Anyway, we have about 330, let's just say, to Americans. And when they see This is what they see. When they see flying saucers on all the media, pictures in near every media, every media, and probably probably 80-75% of the alternative media, 
you know, the Epic Times, and they're not going to report the real stuff. Probably the Rogans of the world, I don't know. Everybody, all politicians. And they're going to show you that aliens came in and they blew up the city. How many of the 330 do you think will believe that? I would say 300. Probably more. And then with that, what kind of restrictions, lockdowns, you can't do this, you can't go out at night, whatever, that they're going to be able to get away with? I'm the most positive dude out there. But I wouldn't put it past these people. I wouldn't. Anything's possible. And uh, this could all be part, more of it, of the Great Awakening where you and I, who are awake, right? We, we see what's going on. We will be a few that will not buy into it and move on down the road and create separate realities, which is happening right now, right? I mean, the earth is is dividing up spiritually like we've never seen. Never mind left, right, politically, conservative, never mind transhumanism or transgender and people that say it's crazy. Never mind. All of that. It's all part of this. All part of it. The Barbie movie trying to tell everybody that the problem with Earth is uh, rich, white, 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 white males and that women are being held down and they can't achieve what they want. All propaganda. I mean, you know, even this movie, um, the uh, Christopher Nolan movie, Oppenheimer. No evidence there ever was a nuclear bomb anyway. And the whole movie's about this dude creating a nuclear bomb. No, No evidence they've ever they've ever really done it to Hiroshima. Matter of fact, most of the evidence said it, they just made it up. Yeah, maybe. Well, What are you and I going to do? We, if we want, we're going to get more and more in touch with our true nature, soul, a spark of God, and Get into that as deep as we can and get a relationship with Divine Spirit 
to trust that you're going to be okay, no matter what these Looney Tunes do. Because in my opinion, this is the number one way we will not be involved in any of this nonsense, which could happen. Never mind the money and all that. Could happen. Because we don't believe it. And we know that we're going to be okay. And when we know that we're going to be okay, and we, when we trust spirit, a lot of trust here, baby. We're being called upon to just, whoa, a lot of trust. And then when that trust turns into knowledge, then we are protected. Because we just don't buy into what they're saying. That's the biggest protection. Just don't buy into it. I mean, can you imagine what's going to go on if they do this alien invasion thing on social media and the media? Man, be nuts. And they're going to have people doing whatever they want them to do. I don't care what it is. Don't eat meat. Don't go to the store. <laughs> going to this, going to this camper. We're going to protect you. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of people that do it. But you're not going to do it, are you? No, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it because you know better. He said, well, what am I going to do? Well, there's going to be options. There's going to be options. I don't know if they are, but they're going to be options. Because there's always a way. We don't always know the way when there's a way, but we know the way. So I don't understand from Ava this idea that our dogs and cats catch things from us. Can you explain more? Yeah, no, they don't really catch things from us. There's nothing to catch, Ava. Let me just go over that before we go. Um, animals are souls too, right? Just like you and I are. And they come into a different body. We come into humans. They come into cats or hamsters or dogs or cows or whatever. And they play out their role, um, whatever that is. And then they have relationships with you and I. And they get really synced up with us on all levels. So just like everything, Ava, that you think and believe to be true, since we're all connected, in a sense, and I know it seems a little weird, but that everything that you think and believe to be true, Ava, everyone else knows it. Now, wait a minute. There's five billion people here. How's it? Well, it's just the way it works. They all know it on a, on a, on a deep level because there are no secrets. So this is the way um, we all evolve and maybe devolve together because everybody is one, everyone is one and we all get a little juice every time you get some juice. It's pretty cool. Just like so when we have close relationships 
with a dog or a cat. And they're very close. I just know, I know that they know exactly what we're thinking, what we feel, if we're afraid of something, if we're whatever. So you have a responsibility to your dogs and cats to not buy into fear or angst and worry. I know things are going to come up. They do come up. They come up for me. They'll come up for you. And you've got to figure out a way out of them with as much grace as you can without going to the dark side and say, oh, what am I going to do? I'm not going to make it here. Because your dog and cat feels that and they'll get sick. Because they feel. I told you this story, you know what, a month ago, I started going through this car karma thing, you know. You know, my Prius just exploded. The engine just blew and so what I had here was a 1996 Chevy truck that I was grateful that I had it because I'm in no position to buy a car, right? Out here in the country, what am I going to do? Got to go to the store. I guess I would just go to walk to the farmer's market or something. It's only about 20 miles. I can do it. Anyway, um, so we were able to get the truck up and running with a battery, some new tires, get inspected, God love it, 96, gets about 12 miles of a gallon. I mean, on the Prius, I was, we were getting, what, 40? And um, because of that, I, I'm having to be more selective of where I can take Doodle, who used to go with me everywhere. Because with 40 miles a gallon, you could go to, you know, go get some body work for an hour and a half, which I've done. You just park in a safe space under a tree, lock the car door, leave the air conditioner on because you can't even hear it running with the Prius. And she, she just lays there in the back. She's, she loves it. I can't do that with the truck as much, even though I do it at, at the HEB or hippie food store. Because one, um, the engine's, Fairly loud. You're not supposed to leave your car running, theoretically, but I do. And uh, but at ten miles a gallon, I mean, it doesn't take long. You know, you could spend twenty five, thirty dollars sitting in a parking lot running the air conditioner, and I can't afford that. So there's times when I just can't take her. I went out to dinner with a friend of mine. Uh, his birthday, a good friend, had a few people. And it was Wednesday night. So I knew that I wasn't going to be able to take her. And she knew too. Because I knew. This is how it works. And by the time I was ready to go, she laid down on the floor when usually when I'm leaving, she's right there. Come on, Dad, let's go. She laid down on the floor. I said, well, you know what I'm doing, right? I'll be back in a few hours. You, you, you'll be fine. That's it. 
So these little kids, these furry friends, these four-legged friends, they know what you're thinking and what you're doing. Just like your human friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids, they know. So we have to be very, we don't have to, but I'll encourage you to be very careful about being, um, paying attention to what's going on in your inner world. Thoughts, feelings, images, everything. You are the keeper of your castle. And your state of consciousness controls everything, what you think, what you believe. Mine does too. And we all have our moments where we, we go bonkers, you know, for five minutes and what do I do? Just switch back to to God. And the really beautiful thing about understanding now is that we never ever this is so cool. We never have to concern ourselves with being in La La Land. Say we, I don't know, say we just forget who we are as a spiritual being and we get into some kind of feisty, angry conversation with somebody or a company that treats us poorly and we just go off the deep end for half an hour. And we've all done it. And you feel terrible and say, man, I can't believe I did that. It just, but we do it sometimes. The beautiful thing about understanding that there's only now is when we realize that we're in la-la land, angrier, frustrated, that the only action we need to take, just hear me on this, is to move back into peace, love, and hippie beads. I'm good. God loves me. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. And everything's great. And I'm going to move on and do what I want to do. Because the other thing that we just did for a half an hour, it was in the now too, but it doesn't exist anymore. So you don't have to go back. You don't have to clean it up. I mean, you can if you want, but you don't have to. Just don't go there anymore until you go back. Which really flies in the face of virtually every religion or spiritual philosophy out there is they bring in the idea that, oh, you shouldn't have done that and you really sin. Now, you may have created a karmic experience with getting angry at some so-called support person in India who can't speak English and doesn't give you what you want, and it happens all the time. You may have to work out a little karma with this person. Maybe your liver takes a little 30-minute anger hit, but it'll detoxify. Does that make sense? But you don't have to do anything else. And except take responsibility for what you did, you know, what experience, and who knows how that'll work out. But it will work out. Just be assured that's how karma works. But don't ever buy into the idea that what you did for the last half hour with this support person in India that you got angry with for not understanding you or whatever. You didn't do anything wrong. You just 
You don't have to ask anybody to forgive you or go to confession or have somebody die on the cross to forgive you of your sins. It's all nonsense. Sorry. It is. I've said it often, I'll say it again before we leave. My experience is that there's no one that matters, no one that matters, that matters, it's the best way to put it, in your life, that will ever tell you that what you've just done is bad, terrible, you got to repent, and boy, this can be no one that matters. There'll be a lot of people that will do that, but these people do not matter in your life because they're wrong. God doesn't do it. If God says anything and says, well, that was not not a good idea, Patrick, but uh, you'll have some experiences to teach you that that's not a good idea, whether it be a disease or whatever. Somebody will punch you back for what you just punched this person, and then you'll learn from that lesson, but you're cool. I still love you. That's the whole point. God always loves us. Spirit always loves us. Period. Always. No matter what we do. Pretty pretty strong, right? You bet it. It's the bomb, baby. It's the bomb. Okay, two hours is uh, quite long. I'm starting to get hungry. I get quite a few emails regarding this sea salt protocol with Darko that he promotes, and it's really good. Check it out. Any of the Darko Velchek saw, any of them, on one radio network. All right, kids, I love you. I will see you Monday with Adam Bergstrom. Let me know if I can help. Email me anytime. Oh, I just froze. <laughs> That's great. See, I just knew it was time. My camera just went out of whack. Wow, camera lasts two hours and ten minutes. It used to last longer. Oh, well. I love you all very much. Thank you. Take care of yourself. See you on Monday with Adam Bergstrom. As I was saying before the camera went out, let me know if I can help anything. Just email me, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. And God love you. Thank you so much for your support. May the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.